This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. Uh, this is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's literally the day I usually release. I had something I was going to go with, and then I looked at the Facebook group that I uh, moderate, me and Jay Allen uh, from Safety FM, and it is facebook.com forward slash groups with an S forward slash safety consultant, no S after that one. And uh, right now, I think there's about 3,000 international members, and we're all over the world, truly all over the world. There's a, you know, every continent except Antarctica, I believe, is represented in the group. Uh, so that's been really cool for me seeing. I started this thing years and years and years ago. So um, we actually, uh, in the group, just talk about safety consulting and a few other things and questions come up. So uh, what happened in this one was that the question came up related to uh, what are creative ways to get and retain clients? And I had something else on the queue, and I was like, all right, <laughs> scrap that. Answer this question right now, because someone needs the answer right now. So that's what I'm doing right now for you. So hopefully this will help you out. But before we get to do that one, uh, I do want to let you know that I have two events coming up. Uh, one event I'll tell you about right now. The other event I'll tell you about later. Uh, the first event is going to be the OSHA Compliance Help event. Me and my business partner, Kevin Yarbrough, Yarbrough is ex-OSHA, uh, we have a company called Shellbro, and Shellbro, Sheldon, and Yarbrough. Kevin did that one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so Shellbro Safety, uh, we work together, we help clients, we basically do all the consulting things that you would do for your own business, right? We go out, we do inspections, mock ocean inspections. We go out, we uh, provide written programs and also online uh, safety and health programs as well. And we just do the regular safety and health uh, consulting thing. So together, we're going to do a joint event that is going to be where if you need some ocean compliance help, this is the event for you. Uh, Kevin is going to give you his experience with 26 years of OSHA, and he was retired as the assistant area director, 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 <laughs> that's my accent, area director, no, area director, I should say that one, that one was pretty bad, <laughs> but here, I'm laughing at myself, you guys can laugh at me too. All right, so Kevin is retired as the assistant area director of the Tampa office. And that was the Tampa uh, area office. Yeah, so he has some really good experience on that. And uh, so we are going to do an event there. You want to go to sheldonprimus.com forward slash events or osha.coach. That's the easier one. OSHA.coach and then you could find out some more information about that event sign up for that one and that'll be awesome we're doing it in September so that means you gotta register now you gotta hurry up on this one Let's make sure you get your place in alright uh, I'll tell you about the other event uh, at the end because it's related to what we're gonna do so let's transition to 
uh, the question and answering the question. So the question was first, what are creative ways to get and retain clients? So in my mind, I'm trying to figure out, all right, how do I get this into a podcast format? And how do I make it really uh, just good for you guys? So I decided, let me break these two into two mini topics. One is going to be how to get the clients. And then the other one is how to retain. I know in other episodes, I've kind of mentioned both of them. Uh, I just never put them together in one episode and name it that. So I couldn't really give um, this uh, member of the group a specific episode to go to. So that's why I'm creating one now, because now for forever and ever, I could now uh, go ahead and point to this episode and say, hey, this is the episode relating to clients. And then there's other stuff too, right? All right, so let's give you my five not ordered. They're not like the only five. This is just things that have worked for me that I want to share with you. So we're going to start with getting clients. Number one, start with your circle of influence. Truly, you know people and you know people that know people. So that means that you are going to end up having to talk to them, tell them what you're doing. Uh, first, I used to give out business cards like it was, you know, just going out of style. I don't even have business cards right now. Literally, I have no business cards. If you were going to ask me about a business card, and I've, eh, I can't help you. <laughs> I got done. But when I first started, I was like business card happy. I mean, everybody got a card. You catching a card. You catching a card. Everybody's catching a business card. I just uh, was doing it. Uh, and I went to event after event after event, and I was sitting in a circle listening to everyone give their one and a half minute speech on their business, and then it goes to the next person. And you get your one and a half business speech, and it's always at breakfast. So you got to eat a little breakfast, give a speech about your business, and then network afterwards, which really turned out to be so much of a time waster and I was going to these network breakfasts and all that stuff to really get my business going bringing my cards talking to people about what I did uh, completely completely time waster and I just I couldn't do it anymore it was terrible alright got my sound effect going that's all coming from my my board <laughs> I love this thing anyway so I then had to develop different ways to attract customers. So I was really thinking about people that I know. You know people that work for other people. They may have a safety department. They may have some issues. Uh, you just have to make sure that your friends and your associates know what you do. So you're going to be talking about your business most of the time when it's right. I don't want you to you know, try to insert your business at uh, you know, parent-teacher conferences. You know, do any parents have any questions? Oh, me, me, me. Well, you know, I do safety consulting and, you know, don't do that. And that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what you need. Uh, so what you're going to do, though, is legitimately let your friends and family know that you are looking for new clients. Uh, you're ready to take on new clients. Uh, and if they know anybody that is in need of safety consulting, or maybe they themselves are a business owner, start there. That's the best thing to do. And it started to work. I did that myself. 
So I have a good friend who uh, owned a pest control company. I asked him about different things that he did with pest control. He talked to him about safety. He turned out that he says that they do uh, the eight hour has whopper uh, refresher that he had to do each year. He's like, uh, I said, oh, you do safety? Yeah, every year I got to do a, a refresher class for a hazardous waste operation. Uh, and it's a, just a, a refresher that's required. And I was like, hey, I do that. <laughs> and it turned out that I was able to host my own Haswhopper class, invite people that he knew as well as uh, other people in the pest management uh, system. And then I eventually was able to, well, not eventually, actually, it was really quick, uh, get clients in the pest control space. So that was one of the ways that just by talking to somebody uh, that I knew that I was able to get clients. So the next one, I'm going to keep on keeping it on. I think that's how you say it. So let's go ahead for the next one. Next one that I wrote down, and I literally had to write this down, is just want to make sure you guys know. So call your past professionals that you've maybe worked with, uh, your people who you have come in contact with somehow, some way. Could have been through association meetings, could have been through uh, an event, anything that is someone that you already know that is a professional that, that you have dealt with before. That's the key that you have dealt with before. I'm not telling you to steal clients from your company if you are working for a safety consulting firm or something like that. That's unethical. We're not going to do that. But what we're going to do is if there's a way, especially if you're continuing to work first and then transitioning out of your safety officer job into safety consulting job, sure, go ahead and uh, especially if you don't have... Well, if you have to make sure you don't have some sort of non-compete clause or something like that. But generally in safety officers, we don't have that stuff. They don't think about us that way. <laughs> so talk to people that you are dealing with and, you know, you're going to offer some help on your time off, weekends and whatever. And generally what that will look like is, hey, I'm doing a, a safety and health event this Saturday at two o'clock if you're not working on Saturdays and say do you know someone who'll be interested or are you guys interested in doing this or something similar to that so you want to uh, get a hold of those people that know you already because part of your issue know you like you trust you that's the cycle that everyone has to go through before they purchase they have to know you they don't like you then they gotta put some sort of trust in you first and when that happens at that point, you're going to get your foot in the door. That's a client. So let's go to the next one. Now, the other thing that you're going to do out of this one. So first, we talked about your circle of influence. We're going outside of that to people, uh, professionals. Number three, we're going to go ahead and give away something. And this something, the best thing to do is going to be training. Uh, Training is is kind of like the gateway drug. <laughs> it is. It truly is. I, I got to tell you, it is the gateway drug. And the reason why I say that is uh, most people want to get you in to do training. And then now you are open. You could see, especially if the training is at their facility, you can start seeing uh, other things 
So that's one way that you could do it. So you're going to give away some training. However, it's not that great to give it away one-on-one because then that means you're only going to be able to get one person, uh, one client. So if you're going to do the freebie, then the freebie is going to be best done in a larger group. So what you're going to be looking for is you're going to be looking for a safety and health association. You're going to be looking for some sort of trade group, uh, something like that. Uh, even if you're going to go to your um, your chamber of commerce, because usually they have business meetings at the chambers of commerce and it's breakfast again, offer to do a 15 minute safety talk or even an OSHA update because those are going to be people that are specifically looking for that and that's of course if you're in the US if you're in another country because we've got several other countries uh, we got a wonderful list of countries listening uh, to this podcast thank you all so for your country whatever the uh, regulatory agency is uh, you could do an update to your business uh, whatever your 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 business association would be a group of people who need this uh the owners you want to talk to people who are decision makers you don't want to go in there and talk to people who are the assistants of anything unless they have influence on the decision makers but you really want to get to the the highest level as you can of the organization and that's uh going to help you do that so once you get that in there and you start talking to those decision makers uh honestly that giveaway of that training is going to be wonderful for you. All right, let's go to number four. Do a webinar. Do your host your own webinar. Honestly, it doesn't, it's technology these days are, are pretty easy. I, I did um, a couple of weeks ago an episode, and if you're listening to this later on and in the future, which would be years because this is here forever, right? Um, it was in uh, August of 2022. So go back and look for that one uh, in that month. I can't remember the episodes. I'm terrible about that. So what you want to listen for is ViewStub. Uh, ViewStub is one of the agencies I've been working with. If you go to SheldonPrimus.com, there's a tab that says ViewStub on it. And that'll be probably the easiest way for you guys to find it. Click on that ViewStub tab. And uh, you could start your own company uh, no, I shouldn't say company because you already got your company. You can start your own webinar. Do your own webinars. That's it. Uh, if you need some help, uh, you could also get some help from uh, my brother, <laughs> Ken Primus. And he has a company called Primus Global Media. Uh, so that also you do webinars and everything else for you too. So give a plug for my, for my brother. Yes. <laughs> Ken Primus, everybody. Making a, a show, an appearance at my show. <laughs> Yeah, just to plug my brother's uh, stuff even more. If you are into, like, he has really cool uh, material, such as um, one of the things he does is Threads of Enlightenment. Uh, he wrote a book about it. Uh, so what you have to do is go to your, uh, your bookstores or whatever and look up Ken Primus, Threads of Enlightenment. And he has a podcast you could do. Not the podcast, Threads of Enlightenment. He's got three podcasts, but this is one of them. And uh, truly... Uh, I just love the idea of getting people on a show, interviewing them and having them tell you the things that are uh, that they've learned on their journey. That's going to help you on your journey. And that's the enlightenment part. So there you go. Plug for my brother, Ken. 
All right. So we did a webinar, and if you, again, you could use the Primus Global Media, and uh, you could reach out to, I believe it's primusglobalmedia.com right now, if he's got the URL going again. Uh, but honestly, he's been doing it uh, uh, person by person. Uh, so get a hold of me, Sheldon, at sheldonprimus.com, and I'll, I'll give your information to him. So that's doing a webinar, and when you're doing a webinar, what you're going to do is you're going to give a topic, do a topic that is uh, timely right now, either regulatory, and I push regulatory uh, issues because that's a driver. That's what people, they don't want to get fined or anything like that, so they're going to do what they can to stay out of hot water with the legal agencies, uh, with their regulators. So that is probably going to be the, the thing you want to do. Your, your topic on and that's going to draw people how do you reach them reach them through posts on linkedin reach them through posts on facebook you're going to um, also uh, promote your your uh, event as best as you can and when i say reach them you're you're basically going to be posting on your page because you have connections on your page so every time you post your connections see it and that's linkedin term when you hear connections linkedin uh there's a whole bunch of other ways to promote that, but it gets kind of expensive. So for the easiest and just for the ease, because we still got to get to the five ways to retain and keep clients, I'm going to tell you post on your social media, uh, your events, and people who are already connected to you can see that. And then uh, you make it a charged for event because people will come to something they paid for as opposed to a free event. Uh, I've truly, it doesn't have to be much, you don't have to charge, you know, 50 bucks, which is really cheap US dollars for an event, uh, such as a webinar. I used to see people paying a hundred bucks for webinars. I used to do when I was doing webinars for other companies and not webinars for myself. So I just cut that price in half, but you could do it as little as you want. It's up to you. It's your business. And so that is number four. And then number five. I talked about this little, I mentioned this in a bunch of other uh, podcasts, but I'm going to do it one more time. So again, we're talking about the five things first to get clients. Partner with a group or association for a project. Uh, the pest control example I gave you guys earlier led for me going to a pest control agency. I talked to them and... Uh, me and the executive director said, all right, let's do this. Let's go ahead and do uh, OSHA compliance for all of our members. We'll split up the state of Florida into quadrants, and that's where I was at the time, uh, Florida, U.S., and we split that state into quadrants, and we did a, a webinar, or excuse me, we did an event where people were able to come into a certain location. They worked out the room, and all I needed to do was, was show up, and they paid me for speaking. So I did four different sessions with them, and then that opened the door for me to get clients again in that, in that area, in that industry. So it is definitely worth partnering, especially with an association, because you, if you're going to focus on the tree, it's going to take a lot of money, effort, and energy to get many trees to your forest as opposed to going to a place who already has a forest and working off the forest. <laughs> and that's what you want. Someone who has a bunch of clients 
already on their email list and now they're promoting you through their email list if there's a way that you can get that list as well meaning like anybody that signs up for your event you now will share that information or that information gets shared with you of that person's contact that's what you want so now that is a way for you to become their consultant so recap for five ways of getting clients ask your circle of influence call past professionals that you know and tell them hey i'm doing this thing on my own can you help me out uh, you're also going to give away some training and uh, you want to give it away at some sort of association meeting or something similar to that uh, do a webinar do your own and then lastly partner with a group or association on a specific project so that is uh the t- i'm just about to say top five no not top five just five creative ways to get you some clients Whew. yeah nailed it yeah nailed it <laughs> all right i do have other stuff too so every once in a while i might have to uh, throw in some other sounds in there okay so now the other thing that we're gonna end up uh, talking about is how to retain clients okay uh in order for you to retain clients, you're going to have to start thinking of a few different uh, techniques, if you will. But you also need to go back to basics. Basics are this. You get work, do the best work you can. That client is trying to trust you. So let's say you're doing a mock OSHA audit. All right, you're going to do that mock OSHA audit, coach them while you're doing your audit. On OSHA, again, I'm saying OSHA generically, whatever country you're in, if whatever regulatory agency you have, just say we're doing a mock blank agency <laughs> audit. Uh, and that's really what it's supposed to. So at that point, now you're going to um, do the best job you can give them a report and most of my reports coming from my mock audits are roughly about 25 to 30 pages because i'm taking pictures and i'm putting those pictures in the report i'm giving descriptions i'm citing uh where uh, the person should be looking for as far as the citation that i found when i saw an issue that was hazardous and i do that for them so i'm doing the work and and showing them all the different things that are related to uh, that one item that I found. And then at the very end, we get a game plan. Uh, so the game plan is uh, is attack this first, and then we'll do this next, and we'll do this next. So I, I give them a risk assessment as to what do we need to do to tackle things as is the highest risk to the lowest risk. So that's number one. Do a great job. Get some detail. Make sure that you impress them when you get your foot in the door. And that leads to number two, give a little bit more than expected. So let's say you're doing the Makosha audit and you turn around and you see that they also need something else. Uh, so if at all possible, uh, you know, just do a little bit extra, uh, more than expected. So what that could look like is maybe some extra on-site coaching. Uh, maybe when you're doing your uh, your uh, generally what I do is uh, I, I'm pausing here because I, I don't want to I don't want to merge steps uh, but if you are going to walk around a facility you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff so giving a little extra 
that coaching, I'm going to just stick with that. I'm going to not give him my extra thought because that's going to run into um, another topic. So I'm going to save that as his own point. But coaching, on-site coaching is really good. Uh, and the reason why is then now you're talking to the workers uh, and the workers now are going to start saying, hey, man, that, that consultant that came out, he talked to me about this and that, and he mentioned this, and sometimes they will quote what you said to them as the authority. Uh, that goes around. And then that actually will get to the decision makers, and then the decision makers will have you back. So that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Number three, you want to, and this is to retain clients, uh, you want to put them on some sort of communication list. I do an email list once a week on Monday, uh, update on regulatory things. I'm, for me, I update regularly about OSHA activities and EPA, which is the uh, Environmental Protection Agency of the U.S., and I give them uh, my email list updates on that. And just let them know, hey, uh, this is what's coming. And the email list is comprised of uh, former students, is comprised of clients, current and past. And I, I even keep past clients on my list and let them unsubscribe when they're ready because it keeps me top of mind. So when they want to come back to me, then they already know to reply to my email. And it makes it so much easier for them. So that's what you're going to do. Get an email list, and that means you're going to need an email server. And you'll have to get into some email marketing a little bit more as you get sophisticated, but at least just start with a weekly communication. you got to be regular. So at least once a week. And that's going to keep you top of their mind. So if anything comes up and you're like, hey, I know a guy who knows OSHA. So another thing, and OSHA, again, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get like a, I gotta say regulatory agency has that instead of just OSHA. Because again, there's many other regulatory agencies. So the four, ask for referrals. And uh, that is one and four and five kind of blend together. And it's hard for me to do that, not to blend together on these two, four and five. So I'm going to just call it four and I'm going to give you guys a new one for five. I'm going to make this one up just top of the head. Okay, so four and five, uh, ask for a referral. And the reason why is uh, you want to 4X your relationship with every client. 4X means four times that you're going to provide service either to them or through them. And that's going to be a referral. So you get client number one that hired you to look over their written programs. And then while you're there, you ask, hey, is there anyone else that you know might need this service? Oh, yeah, sure. Me and Bob were talking about this before. Here's his number. All right, got a referral. So that is one time that you've the the actual work is one the referral and you you contact bob if you got in with him to do his stuff and now at that point that's 2x so this one relationship got you two things then maybe you could do an annual service uh meaning that next year at this time i'm gonna make sure that you get uh your your written programs updated or something similar 
and that's going to be time three. And then maybe time four, you could do some training for them related to the written programs, especially if you update them. You got to train people on what you just updated them. So at that point, that's four times you got business from one contact. And that's going to help you retain customers. It's cheaper to retain customers than to get customers. So you want to 4X all those relationships as best as you can. So I combined on my list four and five. So that means I'm going to give you guys an extra one. This is a deep dive. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to say OSHA a lot more. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> uh, got to OSHA it up on this one. Okay. If you're driving, my standing rule is you need to listen to this part first. And then when you get home, you're going to do this online. So you're going to go to OSHA.gov uh, for those of you in the U.S., uh, those of you that are outside of the U.S., you might want to do this if you get access. I'm not too sure if OSHA has a, an access to uh, block people from other countries, which I doubt. But uh, this is just to give you an example and let you know what I'm talking about. But on OSHA's website, they do have a program called the Severe Violating, Violators Program, Enforcement Program. Uh, so it's SVEP. There's a list. So what you're going to do is you want to go to OSHA.gov and you're going to do enforcement. So click on enforcement, which is going to be on the very top tab. You'll see OSHA standards, enforcement topics, help and resources and news. And each one of those have drop down menus except enforcement. There's no drop down menu on that one. Click on that and that's going to get you to the OSHA enforcement page. And then you're going to look in the middle where it says policy and guidance under the picture. And you're going to see a list of, of severe violators. It's going to be a, a link, not a list, a link. Click on that. And that is going to uh, open up a, a pop out that is going to give you a white paper on severe violators uh, option to click that. And then the other option is going to be an Excel spreadsheet. And the Excel spreadsheet is their case log their actual case log of severe violators. So if you're going to really, uh, you know, try to up your game, uh, you now could look at this list for severe violators and you could then use this for clients. So go through the severe violators list. And right now there's 699 of these people that are actively in the severe violators enforcement list. And you now will have the, uh, their log number. You're going to have the region that they're in. You're going to have their name. You're going to have the city. You're going to have inspection numbers that are going to give you even more details like addresses and, and issues that have happened. So now you can have really more details on what you're going to approach the client on. And then uh, you also have what the criteria is uh, for why they're on the severe violators list. And there's a few other information there and if it's open or closed case or whatever. So you really want to go through that one and um, kind of pick areas that you are working in and then even areas that you have expertise in, which will be even better. And then at that point, you're going to reach out to these, these companies and say, hey, I am a safety compliance officer and I can help you guys uh, get off the severe violators list and honestly it's just action yeah once they take action once they start uh listening 
the severe violators list are those people who they're on that list for a reason. Uh, there's many people that work under these agencies, or these companies that are being led. They're going to be uh, at risk. And uh, you now could be a helping force. So go through that list and see what it is that they're, um, the violation is for and reach out to them. How you reach out to them is you're going to have the company's name and you're also going to have uh, in this, you're going to have the, the inspection number. So find the inspection number, go to the OSHA establishment search, and you can now search by inspection or you could search by company name. Uh, and uh, I don't know if establishment search. Well, if you're going to do the establishment search, I know for sure you could just do it by, uh, by company name. So highlight the company name or copy it, paste it into the... Uh, the establishment search section of the OSHA website and now you could find details of that specific company and activities with OSHA you take those details and now you're going to bring that up to the person you're going to call is going to be either uh, usually you want to get a hold of the uh, VP or manager of some sort of the plant or uh, someone who is in risk and if they do have a safety department, you could talk to the safety department and tell them that you could be uh, a third eye to them, meaning uh, outside perspective, if you will. Okay, so that is truly uh, some of the things that I want to go over. Five things to keep a client, do great work, give more than expected, get an email list and email them often at least once a week and then you're also going to ask for a referral 4x the relationship and then when you're really ready to up your game and you guys are in the u.s you know you guys outside of the u.s you're gonna have to find the nuances for severe violators but for you in the u.s you could go to the severe violators list print that out or, or go through that on contact the companies and say hey i can help you they may be looking for help. They may not. It's a numbers game. There's 700 on this list right now. So you're going to have to, you know, truly go through some of the numbers in your area and try to get one or two and then forex those one or two. And then now that's your business, right? So those are creative ways to get and to retain clients. I want you to do one other thing for me. And this other thing is going to be related to three things in one. <laughs> If you have not subscribed to this podcast, it means a lot to me. It shows your support, shows that you like it. It also helps you remember to come back to this podcast. So go ahead and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to me right now. Uh, that'll be wonderful. Uh, rate the podcast because that helps the algorithms. It helps share the information to other people because that means your service knows that it is really good because they're seeing a lot of traffic by people sharing and then they're going to boost to show up a little to help more people and so that's the other thing and if you can which will be awesome for the same reason is to leave a comment on wherever you're listening to me and uh that service now that comment is going to stay with the show regardless of um i believe it goes with me everywhere well at least it's going to help the algorithm so that's going to help me out very much gang uh so if you don't do my events or anything else but you want to help me out hey sheldon thank you for for all of three years worth of podcast uh then that's the way to thank me 
the event that I was trying to uh, not say earlier is actually Safety Consulting 101. This is the second annual Safety Consulting 101 event. I did it last year, doing it now. And the Safety 101 event is me working with you for three hours and we truly, truly, truly go through this thing. And uh, not only are we gonna go through how to start your business, we're also going to go through pretty much everything. Naming your business, uh, finding clients, a little bit more detail than we did now. Uh, we're also gonna go through uh, hosting your own webinars. How do you partner with people like I talked about? the step-by-step-by-step ways of doing this. And honestly, this is not you listening to me as a webinar. This is work. So I'm gonna talk to you for a little while, then we're gonna stop. You're gonna get on your computer, you're gonna get on your, uh, you're gonna get on your, um, whatever your regulatory agency is. <laughs> and then we're gonna do some work. So this is a working event, three hours of a working event. Uh, go to sheldonprimus.com forward slash events, sheldonprimus.com forward slash events, and then you could go ahead and sign up to be part of the Safety Consulting 101 event. And that's what you're looking for, Safety Consulting 101 event. And that's in September, so you got to hurry up on that one too. So the Ocean Compliance Help is in September, and this one's in September. So I got those two. All right, gang. I think we, we got enough information. If there's anything else I forgot, my bad. But that's all right. Have yourself a wonderful rest of the week. And like I always say, go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. Views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus. <laughs>